Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I am offering some reflections on my time serving at Urbana this uh, right around the turn of the new year and I had never been to Urbana before. I think the two years that I was a student, they didn't have one and then after I got married, that I wasn't going to go. So anyway, I... It was interesting to see. I think it was a brand new venue for them, but so precious. The people of Indianapolis had such a beautiful spirit about them. So there were probably, I don't know, 40 different volunteers who came and helped prayer walk the halls, prayer walked on behalf of the prayer walkers, which is what I was training. We had different people in there was a prayer ministry room and this was amazing so massive kudos to the university staff when they did healing prayer last urbana i think they had 20 minute slots and they had i think 800 students go through which is amazing but 20 minutes is kind of enough to get a taste of healing prayer it's not really enough to do like that's hardly a real session and the lord can still break in which is lovely but it's not very much time. And so this time what they ended up having, they had, I think, a hundred trained prayer ministers in the Emmanuel method, which is a listening prayer method similar to Theophostic and Sozo and some of the other ones. It has its own unique flavor. And they were able to take students in one by one and give them an hour. So it was beautiful. This was set up a opposite the hall from the intercessory prayer training where I was serving. And so the first two days, there would be a line that would get all formed before the next session. And then they would all funnel in. It was like the room could just absorb them all. And then there would be no one opposite until the next session. And then there would be a long line and then they would all get absorbed. (laughs) It was beautiful. And then the last day, It was sort of like the students either heard about it or maybe they announced it more from the podium or something, but they started an hour earlier and then it was sort of like they didn't do it at set times. It was more just like there is a constant line and we're going to get the people to come through. And so the prayer ministers would finish a session and then they would stand up and go and walk around for a little bit and take a break if they needed, just clear their head, get, get back into the zone. And then they would go back and pray again. And so, so generous. Some of them were trained staff and then some of them were from Indianapolis. And so it was truly an an excellent, excellent operation. Very, very beautiful to watch. So my sessions were also really beautiful. So students would come and truly they would come completely like, they weren't, they weren't necessarily hesitant. They would be kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm here to pray. So I would try to stand out by the front by the sign and be like, are you here to pray? And they would say, yeah. And so then I would cheer for them and say, come on in and have a seat in the sitting area. The smallest number that we had, we had three at the beginning of the session. And then one of the volunteers or one of the staff workers invited some of her students. So we ended with six. The largest group that we had, we had 30 young people come and for the training and the practice. And that is amazing. I think in the end, across the nine sessions, we had 120 different students come through and they were 
most of them were really eager. I was astonished to see probably 80% of them had done some form of pro walking on their campus already. And so they were just getting a little more training and equipping. And then we would send them out for a half an hour. And ideally, if we had a large enough group, we would send them out with one or two staff workers in a group of about five. And then they would go out for 15 minutes and then they would break up into groups of two and then they would go and pray again and then everybody would reconvene for the last 10 or 15 minutes to do debrief and so I was so privileged to be the only person who got to be there for all nine sessions although I was not necessarily paying equally good attention to all nine because at times I'd be welcoming students in who are running late, giving them a little bit of debrief, interacting with people who are walking by in the hall. Anyway, uh, but I was, so I didn't necessarily hear all of the training, but I just had a few thoughts on the beauty of the team working together because so much of what I do is pretty independent. A lot of writing, a lot of independent pro walking just around my property, which is really more like walking and praying, not really um, the more formal definition of pray on site with insight, uh, which I guess I do that as I'm walking through airports and whatever, but the, uh, it was beautiful to see how we ended up across all three days. We had, was it four, five trainers? We had five trainers, including me. And each one of us brought a different gift to our teaching role which I thought was awesome to see. There was like, one was very kind and one was very relational and one was very straightforward and one was very clear. I think for me, I was probably very enthusiastic <laughs> and it was just, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And then it was beautiful to see. So there's the person who's presenting and then there were different people who had been assigned to help during those sessions. And so then they were trained to take the students out and about and equip them and help them listen and just ease them into the process before sending the students out on their own. And one of the things that I found absolutely delightful, I heard this from several different people over the course of the week, was that the students of this generation, which they're called the Generation Z, Gen Z, they have agency. So I think the previous generation, the millennials, were a little bit more hopeless, maybe, where they would say, go for healing prayer, or they would go to the trauma counselors, but kind of with an air of, I'm just broken, I have no hope, woe is me. And that's very disheartening to work with, whereas these students, they come and they're like, okay, maybe I am struggling, but healing and hope is available. And and then when they came to pray, they were like, no, I'm ready to do it. And there was one young man, this was so beautiful. He said, I had no idea what I was doing. I've never done anything like this before. And I thought it was kind of odd, but I trusted the person who had recommended it to me. And I thought either it will be awesome or I will at least have been faithful and obedient. And it, then he had a beautiful story about how the Lord had given him a vision and he had just heard from the Holy Spirit in a way that he never had before. And I asked him if he would be willing to impart that to us, give that to us as a gift. And he was eager to do so. And that's 
so exciting to see the young people ready to go. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for the team. I thank you for the the gifts, the different teaching gifts that people brought. I thank you for the different people who came to help lead the prayer walks. Lord, I loved seeing how at any given moment there was the right people on site at the right time. Like one young lady over the course of the three days asked about prophecy or like, is there somebody who could do prophetic ministry with me? And there happened to be a spiritual director among the helpers at that specific moment. And so I was able to invite her to help with that and stay on track, stay focused for what I needed to do. And so Lord, I loved seeing how the different leaders all functioned according to their gifts. I loved seeing how a larger team could function and impart the directions appropriately. And I loved the first day watching one of the leaders instruct the people under her. Lord, I thought, wow, I on some level know about leadership, but I don't have really any practice of trying to give people basic instructions on what to do. And so it was a privilege to watch her explain what we were going to be doing and feel like, oh, that's how you do that. Okay, I know how to do that better for next time. So Lord, I just am privileged to have observed and been a part of something that was larger than me. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.